Welcome, podcast listeners. This is the Authentic Conviction Podcast, and we are not getting any more authentic than we are today because I literally have uh, not only one of our previous guests, um, but a friend, and a uh, he, he's going to be, he doesn't know this yet, but a, a, a future business partner and a venture that he's literally going to learn about on the fly today, and it's my good friend, Dr. Justin McLaughlin here, if you guys remember, um, my main man who I'm going to let him share his new his new title, new position. He, he uh, recently got some good news. Are we? I think we're allowed to share this. Of course we can. This is insane, by the way. I can't wait. This uh, is awesome. Uh, you're pumped. And by the way, you triggered this with a simple text to me. What are we going to work on? What's the next thing we can work on? And I said, oh, I got you. Since our last podcast... Please let the listeners know what the heck's going on with with Dr. McLaughlin and Miami University and all things uh, in your life right now, man. So authentically, it's still kicking in. Like, I still don't believe it. And I've got to do it for three years now at Miami to teach Business 101 and Business 102. And when I sat in your office a couple months ago, um, I was midway through the semester, but I was going through the... Uh, interview process and getting everything ready and and it was crazy it was crazy worth it though because they offered me a position to be assistant teaching professor at, at Miami at the farmer school business at Miami for the rest of my life which is just insane to even still say it out loud thank there, you there they thank yes, you yes thank you we, we, yeah we got a full-on audience in here and that that is awesome I'm I, so happy for you man thank you thank you it's still it's just it, it's uh when you figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life and then you get that validation, like it, it, it's hard to even describe the feeling, but I'm pumped. I'm excited. I love it. I get to work with some great people. And even more importantly, I get to hang out with students for the rest of my career, mm -hmm. um, as well as perhaps do some other things on the side, which I always get excited about as well. So can we get to that? Like, this is killing me. I'm Tell not, me about hold it. Hold on. I'm not letting you off the hook, daddies. I just want to say this real quick while you sit there and just suffer a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> by the way, nice Jays. I was going to wear mine today, but I didn't. Um, but I you thank you out. for representing. It won't happen again. I even <laughs> got some lows that would have matched these for the summer. So I got them. I got you next time. Okay. And today I have felt absolutely alive if I could create a situation every day where I feel that way, it would never feel like work. And it's just amazing, you know? And so when we've, when we're sitting here talking today, we're talking about the Revel building, right? As one of our, one of our multiple things we have working right mm -hmm. now, I could have sat in that room with, for eight hours with the architects and the construction managers sharing that vision. Cause I'm so in love with it. Cause I know what it's going to provide for life. And I mean, people will revel in that building, right? Sure, I think that's yeah. a cool thing. Um, and one of those things uh, so when you asked me, Joe, what are we working on? I said, I got four words for you, blue skies, green light. And the whole idea came from wall street, not Tom Cruise, wall street. Okay. Um, but W a H L Mark Wahlberg and his whole show, wall street, where he's got this hub and spokes model. And one of his little, um, air, one of his, one of his spokes is something called unrealistic ideas. Okay. And I grabbed it. I text J rock right away. And I said, dude, I've got something that we're going to run with. And what I didn't tell him, it's amazing that you messaged me is I, and I knew right away, I got the guy that can run with this with me. Okay. And so the idea is with unrealistic ideas is he's got, you know, some, some, some of these crazy ideas that come, come out. He didn't have time to vet them all out and do mm -hmm. all the work that is associated with it, but he likes the idea of grabbing these unrealistic ideas and maybe turning them into something that's big, right? Every big thing started with a small idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so what, what I came up with was 
I said, all right, if we created something called Blue Skies Greenlight, I always use my creative thinking time as blue sky time. That's what I've always called it, my calendar, my mind, everything else. But I'm not real big on, on seeing red lights because I'm a go, go, go guy. Um, and so I think for us to have blue sky time, but have the green light to then take those blue sky ideas that we're going to take from college students, mm-hmm. all right? Some guys, some people that might, uh, guys and gals that might be interning, going through your courses. And it's not just limited to Miami. We got Miami, we got Xavier, we got UC. We got, we could be Alabama, UK, local people that want to be a part of this. And we have them bring these ideas to us as a panel. And we look through them, we vet them out. And then we get them to the point where they, they actually pitch it like college shark tank, if you will. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And at the core of it will actually be, you know, a, a limited liability company that we manage as a team and then give these kids the resources to then work with our team with multiple resources, to actually make it a reality. So ready, set, go. I mean, come on. If I was, if I was to come in here with an idea on something that I think we could do together, it would be just that a hundred percent. Check this out. My semester, which is like 15, 15 weeks, I think I should know that by now. The last month is students doing that exact same thing. They get a problem. They get a little bit more direction with a problem, but then they look for an opportunity. They look to solve that problem. They look to pitch that problem, and they get to do that to a real client. Without a doubt, that's my favorite part of the semester because I see green lights going off all the time. They get super excited about it. It's, it's where I find the most value that I get to contribute to their lives. Mm-hmm. We get to go through you know, leading up to it and communication and how business works. But, dude, like – Let's do that. All that, right. Oh, my gosh. That that will be fantastic. Even more so because we get the opportunity to help people grow. Right. Like, that's fun. It's going to be awesome to work with you. Yeah. But to help take kids with their ideas and give them a little bit of direction, not too much, right? Because we want them to solve a lot of it themselves authentically. But, wow, this sign me up, man. This is awesome. For, for this whole deal, I literally don't even allow myself to get to that point where I'm like, how can I make money? Like, I, I literally don't, I don't know if I've ever processed that way. Like, we've done, we're on, um, today we recorded episode 16, I think, or 17 of our podcast. We'll probably cap it at season one, maybe 20. I don't know, maybe 21. Oh, you know what? I just decided. We're doing 23 episodes per season. Okay, there we Got go. It. Shout out to my boy, MJ. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we did that, and we've never once thought about how do we monetize this? How do we? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a part of doing what we love. Now, does that add to your brand? Does it help you grow? Yeah, it does. Of course. So so let's think of it in terms of that. If I know that we're ultimately growing a brand and getting getting surrounded by really good people, and I get to partner with somebody like you, would think about how many ideas will spawn. Oh yeah. You know, and then be around college students that hey, if we now have this entity, which by the way, I'll run with all the paperwork. All right, I'll handle everything. We'll, nice. we'll create, we'll discuss the details, but this will be a thing, okay? We'll have, we'll have people, multiple people have a whole, whole team of resources is then we got to vet out how do, we, how do we get the information out? How do we clearly communicate it? How do we structure this whole thing? But we're now engaging with really bright, young, next wave people that could be our leaders of tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? And so I would assume that's pretty exciting for you too. Well, they bring energy and enthusiasm, excitement, and oftentimes they don't know failure yet. So like they're, they're going full scale at it that come on now, like this is perfect. And there's going to be so many students and young adults. I mean, they, they could be in college. They don't have to be in college. They have an idea. They want some support and we can rally behind it. I mean, it's, it's going to be, 
I'm speechless now. As I you love can expect, this. Which I is, love this. Which is what I said. <laughs> you know, we need to capture this authentic moment. Uh, man, this this is going to be incredible. We're going to be able to change lives and help people, help students, help kids, help young adults take an idea uh, from a problem that they see, that they recognize, that they live, and solve it. And mm-hmm. just the 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 possibilities are limitless at that point. I do think stars have aligned with a lot of things. Like earlier today, you know, we're so at the core of our of our brand, you know, of, of me trying to build a brand of what I believe in, what I'm passionate about is authentic conviction, right? Mm-hmm. Initials AC. So earlier today, we're talking with the architects and we did a whole podcast on the vision and design of taking the idea and then how they run with it. It's, a, it's fascinating. I'll show you some of the, some of the, the uh, <clears throat> renderings. It's, it's tremendous, right? Wow. So do you know after... I'd say about two months of creative walkthrough, discovery, if you will, of them asking me questions of what we wanted this building to be, look like. As I say, if you're creating a human, how tall are they? What do they look like? What are the hair color, eye color? You know, are they athletic built? Like all that stuff, right? That's what you have to do with a building. Yeah. Okay. Um, those, those of you that were born uh, before 1980 would know the movie Weird Science, and that's kind of what they did. They created the perfect woman in a computer, right? And it's kind of funny that for those who haven't seen it, well, we're trying to create the perfect building and all this stuff went into one idea. And you know, the creative guy behind it, Mark Bryan, he came up with the concept of activated carbon initials AC. Wow. So the actual heart and soul and conviction of the building is activated carbon because carbon is something that, that binds together, mm-hmm. which is a really cool thinking, right? And so, as I'm walking through this idea and I'm like, all right, we got doc coming in tomorrow and we're going to, we're going to talk about how he gets so embarrassed when I call him doc. I do. I do. I, I looked out <laughs> on my LinkedIn last time when I had a free minute. Cause I try to catch up without being that guy on my phone when I'm supposed to be present with my family. I try to be cognizant of that. Um, I get this message from on LinkedIn from somebody that said, I heard you on the, um, everyday, um, I guess I'll say, I can say it, the everyday badass, uh, uh, podcast. Awesome podcast. Megan Lahan does it. She invited me to be her guest and I shared all the things we have going on, right? She heard it and then started listening to all of our podcasts and reached out and said, you seem like the right guy to talk to. I have a business idea. Nice. And I'm like, and I'm not going to share because I don't want to give away her idea, Sure. but I responded, absolutely. Yes. You, you reached out to the right person. We're going to run with this. So here's why I said that this isn't just college students. Mm-hmm. We've got, my wife is absolutely the smartest person in our house. Right. And I bet she has more ideas than I, than, than maybe I'm an idea guy, but like she has things where she can say, you know what? Every day, what do we have to do, Josh? And we say, when you talk about a brand, what problem are you solving? Right. What is the problem you're solving? Who, who can answer that more than people that are with their kids every day, doing things every day. Right. So I think we, we should extend this beyond college students into people that just may listen and say, I have an idea. I agree hundred percent. They have, they have an idea. They have experiences. Absolutely. We should leave, just open it up. Hey, you have an idea. Come talk to us. And we can coach them through the whole process because a lot of the time they're not going to come with any sort of background except the ability to identify a problem that needs to be solved. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few ideas to go along with it, but we can help give them the structure to get from identifying the problem to solving it, to creating something with it. Right, right. <clears throat> so in terms of... Um, of dissemination and, and marketing and positioning, um, you know, obviously, you know, within, within the framework of what you're doing at, at, at the university, I mean, I think this is a win-win because this is something that could catapult these kids into a new level of, of understanding. I mean, some of my biggest lessons learned at Miami 
uh, was when I was, it was my number one was when I was forced to do a, a marketing project okay. and pick a company to do it on. Mm-hmm. Now, thankfully, T. McKay, my, my best, one of my best friends and roommates, his dad was one of the head of design guys for Titleist. Wow. So that company is called a Cushnet, right? So he actually was one of the founders of TaylorMade, designed the first ever Metalwood. Like, you guys want to find somebody cool, and, I'm, and this is my shout-out to T, because he's going to be on, this, on the podcast. His dad is one of the biggest ambassadors of golf design in the history of the game. And he did it right out of Beckett Ridge in Westchester, Ohio. Honest to goodness. And when I had the choice, I immediately reached out to Terry. He's since passed away, sadly. Um, but I knew Terry, you know, he was my baseball coach when I was young and my best friend's dad. So, you know, I was always at his house. And, and he obliged. I was able to do my 40-page paper on a Cushnet, which owns um, FootJoy. They own uh, Titleist and, and a lot of the different uh, brand, spinoff brands that they've had from there. But it forced me to interact with an actual company, you know, and actually take something and run with it. This is a little different in that somebody's creating something because people think it's so easy to come up with an idea. There's a lot that goes into it. So, you know, I think this, this would be a way, and I, don't, I know we don't know how, that we can also incorporate this into some of the things that the college kids are doing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, it's so funny you say that. I've had students write papers and do projects on a cushionette. Had no idea that, that he lived here in Beckett Ridge that, you know, I drive through a couple times a week. Yep. Small world. Right on uh, 7 Fairway. I know because after midnight, we sometimes ended up in the bunker that was parallel to his back (laughs) patio door, and we made it our own beach with our friends. So, (laughs) Um, multi-purpose space lit by the moon. (laughs) You took an idea and ran with it. Tell me about tell me about what you've been able to do on your side hustle. You talk about the the little bookstore. Yeah, just the little bookstore. You should call it that. Just the little bookstore. I should. Yeah, I I did uh, rebrand a little bit. To, to change the name because one of my students said, your name's stupid. Nobody's ever going to want to go to that website. So I'm working on that. In fact, I've learned a lot by, uh, by shutting my mouth and listening to other people's ideas. Like the inventory management system that I have is because somebody who was working with me was like, this is not going to work. And I said, okay, tell me what you think. Like there's a problem you identified. It wasn't a problem for me yet. It would have been. But somebody who was very fresh to the business said, hey, Maybe you should do it a little bit differently. I sat back, I listened to it, and wow, it, it completely changed how my business is organized. My little tiny bookstore is organized so that I'm more efficient and I know right where my orders are and it takes a lot less time to process orders every single day. But, you know, I saw an opportunity because there were books that uh, that had more life in them that I had the, uh, the possibility of acquiring and really raised my hand, kind of like the text message that I sent you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, hey... What do you got going on? I saw this possibility and said, hey, I'd like to buy these books. It, I could have sat back and not said anything, and they would have went wherever books go when they don't come to my company. Um, but I saw an opportunity. I, I raised my hand, and I knew this little thing called Amazon was actually started as a bookstore, and a lot of people still go there and have the infrastructure built into my cell phone to make it easy to take a problem, which is a whole bunch of books that needed a new home, and match them with people who needed those exact books. Yeah. You solved the problem. I did. I solved the problem. And there's lots of problems to be solved. I, individuals will find problems, but businesses will also find problems too. And perhaps that's another way that they can get in contact with us. They have a problem that they haven't been able to solve. McKinsey might not be the right one to come solve it for them. 
mm-hmm. you know? So let's get some fresh eyes in here and, and we might be able to make that connection too. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of those. And I think, so even on, on, on both ends, and, and I asked for that example for a reason, because um, you weren't just solving a problem on the back end for the end user. You were solving a problem for the people that didn't know what the heck to do with their books. For sure. You know, and, and so, you know, like we're, we're about to renovate a building, right? There are people that could use fencing. We have fencing we want to get rid of. That's a problem. Yep. With an easy solution, right? Absolutely. And so, you know, for, for us moving forward, it could be, you know, I've, I've shared a few with you. I feel like the, the world of trying to plan something for somebody to go to a sporting event is a, is, is a joke. You can't go anywhere and say, I'm going to Boston to take my friend to, a Fen- to Fenway Park for a game. He's always wanted to go there or have a bucket list of items. So I actually have a, a really cool idea. I just don't know how the heck to put it in play. Well, that shouldn't be the thing that stops you from running with it. Now, at the end of motivation, there better be purpose and drive. For sure. Right? Because a lot of, lot of and I say kids, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to say that anymore. A lot of people will give up on something when, when they start to feel that water rise up to their neck and like, okay, I'm, I'm about to lose my breath mm-hmm. and they stop. Right. Yep. That's where motivation runs out. So if that purpose doesn't kick in at that point, then you're dead. So I think there's a lot of tremendous ideas out there. I mean, think about it. If we'd have done this 30 years ago, we could have maybe found the intern or the person at home that came up with a pet rock. <laughs> yeah. That was a billion dollar idea. Crazy. Right. A rock with hair on it. I mean, that sold as a, as a toy. How about Beanie Babies? Yep. You know, the, the, uh, there was a thing called Petkins, I think is what it was called, where you actually, Webkins, Webkins, is that where you get the little stuffed animal and then the stuffed animal leads you to a website and the website then makes more money than the actual point of sale. For sure. And so there's all these really simple yet effective ideas that are the next wave, right? Here's an example. And I don't know how old I was. I was probably like 12. So we'll think about that. I was about 12 years old going through McDonald's and got a Happy Meal. Um, I might be making up a little bit of this story, but it's close. You'd be the only one that knows that, though. That's true. Nobody can <laughs> verify the truth or not. Uh, but I, I, I probably got chicken nuggets. And when you get chicken nuggets, they say, what sauce would you like, right? Mm-hmm. So I get barbecue. And it also comes with fries, but it only came with those little packets. And we're in the car and we're on the way to baseball mm-hmm. which or softball, which was my life when I was about that age. I thought, why is there a little bucket with barbecue sauce in there, but there's not a little bucket that has the ketchup in there? Like, I can't eat ketchup on my fries. I remember this as a child thinking, what a great opportunity, but put ketchup in the same sort of container so that I can eat my fries when I'm going from Westside Little League to wherever my sister was playing at the time Mm -hmm. because she was way better than I was. So she traveled (laughs) way earlier. Which isn't an indictment on you because she was really good. She was. That means you were good too. She could probably pick up a bat and still hit these days. 100%. She was a stud. I got to get her back in town. But I saw that as an opportunity. Did I do anything? Was I 12? Is that an excuse? No, of course I didn't. But when I saw somebody else solve it, which I think probably showed up around Chick-fil-A, when they started to get big, they put it in the bucket, and now you could eat your fries when you're on the go and have the ketchup. It's like that little example that I remember over and over again that pushes me to when I see even the smallest possibility, I'm going to dig into it. If I think it's interesting and I can get other people to rally around it, I'm going to do something with it. Thus, the business that I put together. All right, so here's here's our – we're going to put a bow on this thing, okay? So we, we are now tasked with – getting this thing off the ground. If there's one thing that I, I can confidently say that I'm really good at, it's getting it from stage one to three out of 10. 
Um, and then I'm also smart enough to know that um, I'm not smart in the other areas. <laughs> so I'm smart enough to know how dumb I am in some areas, right? But in terms of that's right, self awareness and accountability. Mm -hmm. Step one. So, um, but I think early on, here's what we need to be mindful of. This will this will operate as a nonprofit without being filed as a nonprofit, if that makes sense. So we are in no way trying to reap profit from what we're doing or anything else. Now, if something spins off and and becomes something bigger than than what we thought, then fine. We can talk about that profit model at that point. But we are literally doing this where we can, you know, compensate for the time that we're putting into it and the resources that we're utilizing, if there's office space, things like that. But this is not an effort for us to grab grab people and be profiteering. But at the same time, uh, I I know this math works really well, even at Lakota and Miami, is that 100% of zero, I think, is still... Zero. Okay. Yeah. Here, are the, here are some of the things we want people to start thinking about. Number one, business owners are, that are out there or people that have current problems. It doesn't have to be just a business owner. Um, as an example, we started a software, a sales activity management software program because a problem existed within my company, right? Boom. Problem solved. We actually did, just did it ourselves. Okay. Now it's something that the whole industry is going to be able to benefit from. So you could be in a logistics company and have an idea or a problem that you're facing that you don't know how to solve. Well, instead of letting that drown you, or as I say, swimming in that sea of negativity, because it'll drown you like a riptide, right? Why not say, hey, here's the, here's the problem I'm having. Do you have a team of people that can maybe apply the resources to make this a reality? So business owners, um, I've got moms all the time, um, and I say moms because they actually are moms, that will, will say to me, man, if I only had help with X, Y, and Z, if, if an app existed or if this technology existed or if this thing existed, I remember soccer, soccer parents that were out in, in either spring or fall and sitting there in the cold rain thinking, man, I'd love to be able to watch my kid without freezing to death. Boom. Somebody came up with these little tents that pop around you. And the funny thing is, is I was cruising up through Chick-fil-A not too long ago. And I see the Chick-fil-A people have their people dressed like garbage bags. Now they have these little tents around them um, so that they can sell a thousand chicken sandwiches in one minute without the rain slowing them down. That was a problem that exists and it was solved, but right. So, business owners, individuals, families, moms, dads, kids, um, but then also the college students. That it, maybe it's not a quote-unquote problem that they're having, um, but they have an idea that they think can solve a problem. So that's our casting call. We're going we're gonna, to uh, link this in our bio um, on our Instagram page, which we'll, we'll have out. We'll uh, disseminate that through the uh, official Joe Clark. We'll, we'll disseminate it through Justin McLaughlin. I'll let him give your handle, his handle in a minute. And then in a variety of ways, and we have our own Blue Skies Green Light social media, but that's where we'll link in bio where you can actually go in and submit this information and we can look, but there's also people that need to be actively a part of the creation of this team that we're going to need to help build this. So who are some of those people that, that could be listening that could help us drive this, this model? Oh my gosh, there's, there's plenty. Just thinking about my network and the people that I've worked with before, uh, the people that I teach with now, and even the students who have graduated recently who are now out there that could serve as mentors because at farmer they're doing projects like this all the time they're doing real world problem solving with companies all of the time and and to give them another opportunity to give back or to even exercise those muscles that they've been working on to provide feedback to to ask questions in a process like this i know recent graduates who would still want to participate and then we, you met some of them some of these students that are right now in undergrad would benefit from participating in something like this, helping out being a mentor, even at 18, 19, 20 years old. And it could help spark for them 
that next opportunity that they identify, that next problem that they're living through, and not just be a part of the, the solving, but actually of identifying from the beginning. I think with, with all of our networks, there's going to be plenty of people who would want to participate and help out in a process like this. Yeah. So really, we're unlimited, you know? For sure. Like you said, hey, there might be somebody that comes with a technology idea, IT people, yep. programmers, coders, um, uh, finance, right? Because we got we got to have some help in that area. Mm-hmm. We got, I mean, there's there's unlimited ideas, which means we'll we'll need unlimited resources. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, kind of, right? I mean, there are a lot of the you know we can we can run with, but we're gonna want people that can be involved in this because I think what even if you look at it selfishly, it could be something that they could then get involved in thereafter. Of course, right? If it's in their area of expertise. So, um, so this has been great. I think we. I think we got a good start to this. And uh, from what I heard, I got three, uh, including myself, four witnesses that Justin said he's in. So um, sign me up. Looks like this is the real deal now, man. So we'll we'll work on our end on the branding side of it and the structure and all that. And I'd say in relatively sh- in relatively short order, we can have this thing set up and moving in a good direction. So I'm excited about it, man. Uh, I'm blessed to have uh, a lot of flexibility during the summer. So the time is now. Let's get this off the ground. I'm in. Yep. All right. Until next time, um, we will uh, encourage you to keep some ideas flowing. And as soon as we have the information to disseminate, you will have it. And like I said, we'll, by the time you're hearing this, there'll be a link in our bios. And we'll also let you know what the bios are on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Um, and if there's any other social media that we'll, do, we'll disseminate through, we will let you guys know. But uh, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we look forward to sharing our progress.